Good morning, afternoon, evening or night, wherever you are in the world. This is Nicolas Aman, the demon ruler of the Radio Sega playlist. And you're listening to... The Hidden Palace. Good morning, afternoon, evening or night, wherever you are in the world. I am Skyblaze and this is The Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega. Uh, what you just heard was Nicholas Mann, who's kind enough to do uh, Ident for me for the intro. Uh, there's a few more of those from various people in the Radio Sega staff coming up, so listen out for those. Because it seems that my tr- silly little trivia show here has reached quite a milestone, and I've somehow managed to hit 100 episodes. I don't know how exactly that happened, um, but I would like to thank, sincerely thank everybody who's ever tuned into an episode. With a special thanks to the Radio Sega staff and the regular residents of the Discord channel for their continued support. Uh, you guys are really awesome, and I really don't know what to say. Um, thanks so much for sticking with me through all my health issues and rescheduling and time zone and, and uh, schedule changes and day changes and all this other nonsense. Um, so thank you very much for coming with me on this journey so far. Since this is an anniversary episode, I want to talk about something a bit more personal, so I'm going to discuss some of my favourite Sega games. And people are being very nice in the chat, we've got Frost Gamer saying that I'm awesome, that's very nice. Um, my husband Greyforce uh, got a 100 gif up. Uh, got congrats from Nicholas Aman and Jamie, and Resident SD. Um, so yeah, uh, huh, right, okay, let's, uh, let's start off. Oh, hello Dawn, Dawn's here as well. Sonic and Knuckles, or rather Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Uh, Sonic 3 came out in February of 1994 uh, with its sequel slash add-on pack, Sonic and Knuckles, releasing in October of that same year. That's pretty convenient for me, because I usually got two games a year back in those days. Uh, One for my birthday in June, and one for Christmas. So I got Sonic 3 and Sonic & Knuckles in the same year. I remember pretty vividly being completely blown away by how gorgeous I thought Sonic 3 was. Um, The opening sequence where uh, Sonic, like, jumps off the tornado and goes into super form and you see all this lush greenery, and he goes behind it. Um, so it's like this multi-level scenery uh, that makes the that makes Sonic or Tails and Knuckles look like they're passing behind trees and bushes and and things. And I thought that was really impressive because it was the ni- it was 1994, and I was easily impressed. Um, I was so completely addicted to the music as well. I go around like humming the Angel Island theme or the Ice Cap theme to myself all the time. I think I drove my parents nuts with it. Um, Then Sonic & Knuckles came out and I was even more impressed because uh, the new routes opened up in Sonic 3 if you chose Knuckles or Tails as a character and you could explore every inch of the levels using uh, the climbing mechanic or using Tails' ability to fly. So 
that was great fun uh, to, to kind of play with this new mechanic. Because Tails could fly in Sonic 2, but he couldn't when you were controlling him, which was annoying. I got reasonably good at the Blue Sphere levels, uh, at least the Sonic 3 ones. I got very good at the Sonic 3 ones, and I could usually get all the Chaos Emeralds by Marble Garden Zone. Um, the Sonic and Knuckles ones I had a bit more of a problem with, and it took me quite a while to get them down well enough that I could get a glimpse of Hypersonic and uh, Doomsday Zone. I did eventually finish the games though, and uh, with all three characters. Um, and I have lost track of how many times I have played through those games through. I have very, very fond memories of them, and I still go back to them on occasion. Uh, on my Mega Drive. It's not my original Mega Drive, unfortunately. Um, but uh, I do have a, a, Mega, a Mega Drive 2, which was the one I had when I was younger. So I do play them on occasion after cleaning the contacts with uh, acetone or uh, asprobalacol. <laughs> Resident SD saying, I'm terrible at the SK Blue Spheres. The SNK ones are trickier because you have to know the layouts, and I have a problem making mental maps. Um, but I think there was a magazine that put uh, had the, had a map of the uh, the Sonic and Knuckles ones, and that helped immensely. And they're probably maps online somewhere. Um, Veritex is saying I drive my mum crazy with the constant ring collecting sound. I like playing my games on high volume. <laughs> And Jamie's saying Sonic Mania was great bringing Black Blue Sphere. Yeah, I need to play some more of the Sonic Mania Blue Sphere ones because I haven't nailed them yet. They, I I don't know if I'm just old or if it's the con different controllers or what, but I'm not as good as I was back in the day. Or maybe I've just not memorised the roots. I don't know. So let's have some music. So from Sonic 3 we have Angel Island Zone Act 1. And then from Chthonic uh, over at OC Remix, I think, uh, we've got Red Sphere, Blue Sphere, which is a remix of the Blue Sphere levels. So enjoy those, and I'll be back after the break to talk about another Mega Drive game that I was very fond of. I'm pretty sure some of you will be able to guess which one it is. So enjoy that, and I'll speak to you guys again after the break.
Hello, I'm Casey, and I just wanted to say a huge congratulations to Skyblaze for their 100th episode of The Hidden Palace on Radio Sega. That's a huge milestone, and I'm very happy that the show is going on for so long. And I hope we can uh, listen to 100 more episodes and, you know, maybe 400, 500, 1,000 more episodes in the future. Congrats, Skyblaze. Thank you so much for all the amazing work that you put into, uh, you know, preparing all these episodes with, with trivia, the facts. It's really appreciated, and I hope you enjoy yourself on your 100th episode. And we are back. 
And that was Chthonic with Red Sphere Blue Sphere from our friends over at OC Remix. And before that we had Sonic the Hedgehog 3 with Angel Island Zone Act 1. So, uh, slow roasting of Resident SD is going on in the chat. Um, apparently a fan of his, uh, new user Sally Acorn, who's a fan of Late and Live, has appeared in the chat. And uh, <laughs> so the entire chat is uh, is giving... Resident SD, the host of Rotating Live, a bit of a roast. They are quite cruel. <laughs> oh, one other thing I forgot to mention about Sonic 3, I appear to be the only person on the planet who did not have problems with those red barrels. I think it's because I had this habit of uh, just kind of uh, pressing anything to make things work, so I discovered the whole up-down on the, uh, the cross-pad trick. But we'll see. Oh well. Did, did any of you guys have problems? Have not have problems? Uh, I know some people had to find out in a magazine that that's what you were supposed to do. <laughs> oh well. Right, so the next game on my list uh, of my favourite uh, Sega games. Uh, Columns, to the surprise of absolutely no one. Um... I honestly can't remember when I got the game. Uh, it was originally released in the UK in 1990, but my copy was actually part of the Mega Games 1 combination cartridge, which came out in 1992. So I don't know... I know my my Mega Drive 2 was uh, had, a, uh, had the Sonic 2 pack in, but my parents might have got, like, uh, buy this console and get an extra game thing for it, so it might have been one of those. I certainly played Columns a lot more than the other games that were on the cartridge. I mean, I'm not really a fan of football, so I wasn't particularly interested in World Cup Italia 90. Um, my Uncle Lee played it, though. Because <laughs> he would occasionally babysit me and he would be like, You got any sports games? Oh, World Cup Italia 90, that'll do. Thanks, Lee. Love you, really. Uh, Super Hang On was pretty good, but I was really terrible at it for ages. Um, I kept breaking the bike frame and then couldn't afford to replace it. Because uh, I kept crashing. Cons, on the other hand, I somehow developed a skill for. And I don't know how. And I, I'm, not, I'm not that great at puzzle games in general. I mean, I'm okay at them. But for some reason, I have some sort of zen skill at columns specifically. I don't even really have to think about what I'm doing, but I somehow managed to get to ludicrously high levels without actually engaging my brain at any point. Um, I mean, people who have seen me get to like level ninety odd, I mean, I've, I've got there's a there's an image that I think Tony captured um, of me playing to a ludicrously high score, uh, which I used for when I was hosting Club Sega, and everyone was like. You know, the point of the high score challenge is that it's supposed to be beatable. This is beatable! It's not that hard. Honest. Ahem. Anyway. Uh, Frost is saying there's 16 special stages overall in Sonic 3 and Knuckles with the 14 main ones and 2 accessed with cheats. And Resident SD saying that uh, he has no he had no idea how to get past the barrel of doom when he was younger. <laughs> I really there's a mug you can get which is the barrel of doom. I think it's on the Sega shop, and I really want one just to mock people. <laughs> ah dear. 
And Frosty's saying, I found out that I liked Column thanks to Skyblaze setting that score for Club Sega. That's because Columns is awesome. Uh, it's another one of those games that I will load up uh, if I am stressed and I need something to, to calm me down because it is just this kind of zen thing and you diseng I disengage my brain and like I, it's some sort of weird uh, zen state occurs. Okay. Oh, Frost was quoting Jamie about the, the number of special stages. Sorry about that. Um, like, the, the several thousand is actually the thing if you plug in Sonic 1, I think? Because it's, it's basically, if you even if you could complete one every three minutes, you'd still it would still take you like 80 years to complete them all, or something else insane. Somebody actually did the maths because nerds. Anyway, uh, I was wondering about like uh, what version of Columns to play, because I think I've played most of the original Columns tracks, and Electric Blue suggested that I actually play one of the PC Engine versions of Columns, because they sound slightly different. So uh, from the PC Engine slash Topographic 16 version of Columns, we have uh, Lathesis, or Lathesis, however you're supposed to pronounce it, and then after that we've got from Razor, uh, Column's main theme, Blue Square Mix, which I think is another OC remix. So enjoy those, and I'll be back after the break when I move on to Dreamcast games. So enjoy that, and I'll speak to you after the music break.
Hi, I Need Fruit here from Club Sega, and you're listening to the 100th episode of The Hidden Palace with Skyblaze. Please invite me back to the palace. Let me in. Let me in!
are back. And that was Razor with uh, the Columns main theme, Blue Square Mix. And before that we had Columns on the PC Engine, or TurboGrafx-16, depending on which part of the world you are from. Lathesis, or Lachesis, uh, suggested by Electric Boogaloo. And number one Kitty Blog Flan, aka Callum, has just joined us. Apparently, somehow, Jamie has managed to entirely miss the advent of the Kitty Blob thing. Um, but yeah, Kitty Blob is uh, one of my favourite gifts that I use when it's kind of it's glow sticks rave time, and it's kind of become the default mascot <laughs> of uh, of um, the Hidden Palace. Despite the fact that I have a mascot, my bird person from my art. Anyway, let's back to what I'm supposed to be covering. Allegedly. Sonic Adventure 2. Now, don't get me wrong, I loved Sonic Adventure, it was the first game I had for the Dreamcast, but Sonic Adventure 2 really captured my imagination. Uh, it came out in 2001, the same year that I went to university. Yes, I'm that old, leave me alone. Uh, I completely fell in love with Shadow as a character um, because of his background and story arc were just so interesting to me and the design of the character because I'm an enormous goth. Black and red, yes. Um, I've, I have a fan on because it is a million degrees in this uh, uh, in this room because I've had to shut the, the, door, the doors and windows because it's really noisy outside. There's, somebody's got a, an alarm going off, and uh, uh. uh Anyway, um, but yeah, the story of Sonic Adventure 2 was about as deep a storyline as the Sonic series tends to be, at least in the games. I mean, the comics and TV shows notwithstanding. And this game is probably the reason why I started writing Sonic the Hedgehog fanfiction. Because I do that because I'm a terrible person. For various reasons, I didn't take my Dreamcast with me when I moved out of my parents' house. I did take my PlayStation, which I'm kind of glad I didn't take my Dreamcast because my PlayStation got nicked, and I suspect the same would have happened to my Dreamcast. Uh, my parents sold my Dreamcast at some point after I went to university, but I'm not sure when. Uh, I bought myself another Dreamcast a few years later, although it did take me a while to track down a copy of Dreamcast, uh, the Dreamcast version of Sonic Adventure 2. But when I did, I was delighted to be re-experiencing the game, though my skills with using a Dreamcast controller had slipped quite a bit in the intervening time. Um, as much as I love the Dreamcast, the controller is slightly too large for my tiny, tiny hands. Yeah, my parents sold my Dreamcast. They sold all of my consoles, actually, um, except the ones that I took with me. I I said it was okay because I couldn't use them. Uh, I did I didn't have room where I was living for any more any more than like one console because the TV I was using at the time was quite small, um, and the room I was in was not huge because you know student living. Um, Yeah, I, I, um... Jamie's saying Son Amy. Nope. Those of you who know about my fanfiction, I know Greyfall knows all about this, uh, know what my favourite pairing is in the Sonic fandom. Anyway. 
Uh, in addition, Sonic Adventure 2, a lot of the music was so, so good. I mean, there's a reason uh, Live and Learn has gone down in legend, but so much of the other music rocks so hard, and it's inspired a lot of um, musicians and remixes. I mean, City Escape and its music alone are worth the price of the game all by themselves. Um, so with that, I'm going to play some uh, the City Escape music. Uh, I'm going to play the Sonic Generations uh, Act 1 remix because I really love it. And then after that, some Freen in Green. Can't stop, so what? Modern's the way I like it. Enjoy, and I'll be back after the music break for some more Dreamcast games.
I'm Resin SD, host of Lay and Live. And when it comes to boosting your Sega education, there's no better place than the Hidden Palace on Radio Sega. back and um the swell wars have started in chat again um oh well 
For the record, I don't actually care what colour swirl the Dreamcast has, as long as it's functional and plays games. Because it's so easy to bypass the Dreamcast security. <laughs> oh well. Anyway, that was Freen and Green, Can't Stop, So What, Modern's the Way I Like It, and before that, from Sonic Generations, we had City Escape Zone Act 1. So yeah, it's another Dreamcast game here, um, mostly because I never actually had a Saturn when it was first released. Uh, I know Greyfall did, uh, but I, I don't really have that much nostalgia connected to the Saturn. Uh, it wasn't until I lived with a guy who collected consoles that I actually played any Saturn games, and I did I did develop a like for a lot of um, Saturn games, but it was later on, so I don't have the same level of nostalgia. But uh, Fantasy Star Online uh, was probably the first game I played that had a character creator. Um, I've never been much of a PC gamer. Uh, I do play some PC games, but I'm not a PC gamer per se. And the whole character creation thing was mostly restricted to PC games back in the day. Yes, alright, Twinny, I misspelled a thing. Leave me alone. Yeah, I, I have to send my scripts to Twinny so he can do the, the social media post during the show. And sometimes I'm in a hurry and I mistype something. And that's what happened today, and uh, Twinny's roasting me over it. Thanks, Twinny. But Twinny does a great job on the social media post, so I'll let him off. Uh, and I'm going to loop my talk bed before I run out of it. But yeah, I first played Fantasy Star Online and I got completely absorbed with crafting a character that I was happy with. I think I actually did a few different characters. Um... The setting was also pretty interesting to me because I'm a massive sci-fi fan and Star Trek fan in particular and the idea of being space colonists and, and kind of like galactic refugees was pretty interesting to me. Uh, I was still reasonably new to RPGs at the time. I mean, apart from Legend of Zelda, the only kind of RPG that I played up until that point was Final Fantasy VII because Europe got kind of shafted when it came to RPGs before the late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, I wasn't very good at the game, to be honest, back at the, back, at the, back then, because I had no idea what I was doing. And um, we did have the internet at home, but it was incredibly expensive. So I didn't have a chance to play it online. Uh, one of these days, I do want to get a Dream Pie set up and connect to one of the private PSO servers so I can try out that online experience. It still amazes me that fan dedication to Fantasy Star Online and the Dreamcast in particular is so massive as to keep several servers running for a long defunct online game. I mean, kudos for those people for their dedication. Um, also the existence of the Dream Pie. I mean, this, this console that a lot of people considered um, fa a failed console, and yet people are still making, like, I mean, Frost put up a, uh, a one of the new um, Dreamcast controllers that's just been released. I really want one because it looks like it's a better size for my tiny, tiny hands. Um, and Frost saying hardcore action RPGs are now crawling out of the woodwork to tell Skyblaze that Zelda isn't an RPG. It is an RPG! 
I don't know what else you'd call it. It's about as close to RPG as it is to anything else. Because otherwise it's just action-adventure and that doesn't really fit either. Anyway... Um... Yeah, so at some point I want a Dream Pie and I want to connect it up to a modern internet connection and connect to a private server. Um, I haven't played Fancy Store Online 2 yet. Maybe I should do that at some point, but I've just I've recently reactivated my World of Warcraft subscription and I don't want to have to pay for more than one subscription at once. Um, Don't saying it, it isn't really anything to do with the original Fantasy Star games. No, it isn't really. It's still a great game and the setting is really interesting, but it has so little to do with the with the older Fantasy Star games. Uh, Jamie's saying it's not an RPG, it's an action-adventure game with RPG elements. So an RPG then! I mean, you could say that about anything. You could say that about, um, like, Kingdom Hearts or um, the Final Fantasy VII Remake. It's, it's a silly thing to say, to be perfectly honest. I mean, come on. It's an RPG. Anyway, I'm not going to argue. Uh, let's have some more music. Um, so, from Fantasy Star Online, we've got the opening theme. Um, and then after that, we've got After the Story 1. Uh, even Nintendo don't call it an RPG. I don't care. Nintendo are wrong about a great many things, and that is one of them. Because it's an RPG, especially the modern ones. They are definitely RPGs. I mean, what would you call Ocarina of Time if it's not an RPG? Uh, It's an RPG. Right. Pokemon is also an RPG. Some people argue that Pokemon isn't an RPG and they are also wrong. Uh, so yeah, let's have some Fantasy Star Online music. Uh, so enjoy that, and I'll be back after the music break for some Chiptune Corner.
Hey you, this is Rapsy here and you are listening to the amazing Hidden Palace on Radio Sega. Fantasy Star Online after the story number one, and before that, Fantasy Star Online opening theme. Um, for some reason, the chat is talking about Pokemon nicknames. I'm not sure what exactly is going on there. Um, Callum, aka number one Kitty Blob fan, is saying Fantasy Star Online 2 hasn't even been out in the US for that long, and I've already put 200 hours into it. Wow! Um, yeah, maybe I shouldn't get, uh, pick that game up because that sounds dangerous and I have work to do. Um, I mean, I already waste enough time playing World of Warcraft and farming for mounts and transmog items. Right then. Uh, yeah. Um... Sadly, uh, Callum number one, Kitty Pop fan, missed uh, missed half the show earlier. Um, but there was there has been quite a lot of Radio Sega staff and uh, people help uh, who have done idents for me. I've actually still got some that I've not I've not been able to put into the show tonight. Uh, there's another because KC sent me like five of them, so I haven't used all of them. 
Um, but I, I plan to have them have some more of them in, in future shows. Uh, because it's nice having personalised idents. Uh, Darren's saying, if any other game will say it's not a waste if you enjoy it, but it's wow. Yeah, I know. Um, but I found some nice people to play with, and that's kind of the thing. Um, it's, a, it's a substitute for actual human contact. Sort of. Right, so Chip Chunk Corner then. Uh, regular listeners might remember a few weeks ago I featured some music which was Genesis, the band, uh, as performed on a Sega Genesis or Mega Drive sound chip. It was pretty good, but most of the work featured was the more pop music, which was the later output, and I'm a fan of the prog rock stuff like, um, of their earlier work, um, Peter Gabriel and so on. So for my 100th episode, I commissioned the very talented audio sprite to revisit the concept, this time featuring some more of the music that I prefer. He thankfully, thankfully did not disappoint. Uh, as the medley that I'm about to play will demonstrate, it opens actually with one of my favourite Genesis tracks, which is called Dance on a Volcano. Uh, it's a medley of tracks um, going through several different um, Genesis tracks, uh, some of which you'll probably recognise. Uh, Audio Sprite tells me that the sounds are mostly directly from the Mega Drive itself, or as close as he could get, although the drum sounds have been enhanced somewhat to make it sound a bit better. So here we've got Audio Sprite with Genesis. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, let me know what you think and I will speak to you guys after this music break.
my name's Gavi, and you're listening to The Hidden Palace with Skyblaze on Radio Sega. And we are back, and that was Audio Sprite's Genesis. Uh, the tracks included in that medley were... I'll find them again. Uh, Dance on a Volcano, Land of Confusion, 11th Earl of Mar, and Abacab. Or A-B-A-C-A-B, depending on your preference. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was great. Uh, the Radio Sega Discord chat all reckon that it would make a great accompaniment to a side-scrolling shooter of some kind. Um, <laughs> Frosty's saying, no Viper Ident so far, say it was it past his bedtime. <laughs> Uh, I don't think Viper sent me one. I, I, he has been very, very busy recently, um, so I let him off for that one. I didn't get one from Rexy either, uh, because she's on break, so um, hasn't been very active in the Radio Sega Discord recently. Um, but yeah, slow roasting Viper is a sport on the Radio Sega Discord. Uh, busy playing Sonic Heroes, I suspect. <laughs> um... But yeah, I, I didn't get all of the Radio Sega stuff to do one. Quite a few of them, though. And as I said, I've got a few that I haven't... Uh, I've not managed to use in this show. But I am out of time. Um, so thank you, everybody, for listening to me ramble for the past hour and for supporting me through the entire 100 episodes. I still quite, can't quite believe that I've got this far. Um... Thank you to all of you for sticking with me, despite everything that's happened. Uh, the long gaps, um, rescheduling, uh, moving the day, all that sort of business. Thank you so much that you've all stuck with me and um, supported me and said nice things about my show. I hope to bring you lots more Sega education in the future. As always, if you've got a topic that you want for me to cover, on Hidden Palace. You can contact me through Twitter where I am at Blazing Skies or you can reach me through the Radio Sega Discord where I am listed as Skyblaze or you can get to me through the Radio Sega Twitter or Facebook pages. Coming up next I think we've got Saturday Night Sega. Uh, then over the next week we've got Glitch on Tuesday at 9pm, Club Sega on Wednesday at 8pm. Um, no I need fruit, you still can't have uh, the Hidden Palace. Uh, pick and Mix on Friday at 7pm, which is followed by Leighton Live at 10. Further info is on the website, radiosega.net. So, one last tune. We're going to end on a bit of a party. So, from DJ Ear, we've got We Fear the Light. Thank you so much to everybody. I hope to get this track, uh, this uh, episode up for download fairly soon. Uh, but in the meantime, take care, everybody, and good night.
Enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.